wants to fucking be here. No, that was a great time. That was beautiful. I had so much fun at your bachelor party, oh, and I'm still too. so sad I did not get to end the way hey. back. But in the catharsis of that, we're good, because I just remembered the good time that was having Julie there when she joined us. And I can't believe I went to Oktoberfest for five minutes, but I'm glad I did. It was great, dude. Because I still have the same social boundaries I have now, now that I had this beautiful son on his way home very soon. The freaking food from Dogwood made oh, me feel sick. I threw it up, what? and I felt fucking Wait, you threw great. up? Oh, dude, wait, did you throw soon, up at... Wait, hang on. Did you throw up at... Uh, dude, I was going to ask you if you were going to turn that well, on. Yeah, but... Oh, well, apparently yeah, it's one press so, the button here. Hang on. Um, there we go. Hey. As soon as we got to Oktoberfest, yes, we sir. all went to the bathrooms, dude. I just, wait, that was when you did that? Dude, I blew chunks, and That's I felt... That's why you were gone so long. Fucking great after that. I didn't know you threw up then. I mean, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Dude, no, you know what's you, so sad? You, I don't think I told you this, because we got caught up in you having a wedding, obviously. Yeah. And I think we're realizing right now, real time as friends, that we keep getting caught up in the moments that we aren't enjoying them as much as we are, and I've learned that now in my new fatherhood, and we'll cover that soon. But first, we will go hello and welcome to another episode of the 1 to 10 podcast, now with our newest and additional member as we are changing the policy of how we approach this show. Hello. This is the cool man. Welcome him, everyone. Hello. Happy to be here. There it is. We love it, folks. We love it here on the 1 to 10 podcast. Now, that being said, we're having a great time. But it is now a very special episode. But Jake, what episode number is it? We do play this. It is 50. Let's episode. go! That's right, baby. It is episode 50. We've hit 50. We are two away from a year. And I am more grateful than ever in my life than I've ever been, actually. There's a very big opportunity for the pod coming up. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to let it happen. And the numbers will show. Because what I'm going to talk about when we get there will explain itself. Now, that being said, Jake, how long have we known each other? Yeah, about six years now. Is it been? It was 2017, wasn't it? Something like that. It's like yeah. five and a half, just over. Yeah, yeah. A we long time. Met a good time ago. Not too, too long ago. Um, to explain more carefully, when I first moved out of my grandparents' house, when I didn't believe in myself enough to do things like this or the Twitch stream or what I will be endeavoring in very soon with what I know I can do, because I know we'll have better tools to do them very, very shortly. Like I said, the work's going to show itself now, guys. This is a new era for the pod. This is a new start in a way. Uh, it's weird because I thought we were going to try to upgrade things kind of around two weeks uh, from now. You know, when you see episode 52 on that Friday, uh, Fridays at noon mean everything to me. That's why there's been one. You know, I know it's it, we're a very small podcast. But it's time I show the the, uh, the time and the gratitude to speak carefully. This is why I get caught up in my words, folks. I, I don't breathe when I talk ever until now. And I feel like that's probably why this podcast feels so close to being genuine and parasocial in a way. But I realized with this podcast is this is not a place of parasocial nature other than that humans are relatable. Jake and I have a very special friendship in that way and we'll tell our story as friends to start that in a moment. We have to understand, guys, I had that baby a little bit early. Hey. And that's why I'm willing to say I have to be humble in myself. We came a month early. We named this boy after things we already loved before we named it and we learned on the way that his name in the Danish language, meant stubborn. His name is Soren. No more than that information. My son's wonderful. He'll be home soon. Just know all of that. This man's a dad. And until then, you guys will probably not hear, only hear about him briefly because I want to talk about him. However, I do have a deep belief in the, uh, uh, being able to advocate for yourself and speak for what you want. Uh, and I'm learning a lot about that idea. I will not unpack all of that here now. I will over the next time here because that's what this podcast is. This is not a parasocial relationship. Mm-hmm. This is a catharsis release a safe place to just talk about whatever we fucking feel like when we want to and just be the people we are 
feel it out and just have a conversation. Get a little tense and angry, but understand. Because that's the idea of this podcast. And I didn't even understand that until I had a son. So let me share with you why this idea exists beyond just having fun. Because it is about having fun. When you go to a hospital and you have a baby that's in the NICU and he's a feeder grower, but you have to deal with the, the normal pressures of being a hospital patient, detransitioning out of that, familial ties being trusted and then not trusted for good reasons and not good reasons and misunderstood ones. A lot of people think they know best. People who raised you, who you modeled yourself after who think they know best. And while you love them, you can't even speak their name right now as I say this because I am so disappointed and that the modeling that I chose to protect this boy from this world with, which is the right model, a happy, healthy baby, we understand differently than those people who raised us. So what I've had to experience in this time is that there are attitudes in both healthcare and family that are outdated and, uh, quite frankly, out of their damn mind, if I'm being frank and, and fair at the same time. I'm not trying to be cruel about how I speak anymore. I am going to be very, very cautious of how I speak now because this is a point in time where I recognize this was a video journal the last year. So this boy could see one day, maybe, if he wanted to, and when he wants to, and only then what this place is, he can see it on YouTube and know that I changed when he came and I knew this was going to happen, but now I understand it's evolutionary. This is not something that is just happening and you just do it. This is something that is chemical when you have a child. It is a little weird that because of that, there's this weird fucked up relationship with marriage being tied to only a man and woman, but I understand why there are some people who, uh, spiritualize the evolutionary like you know chemical compound of testosterone lowering as a father and humbling you and a mother's estrogen changing because she's feeding her child and then they turn it into god or whatever thing you believe hey, in she's got testosterone too and so i have some estrogen yeah and guess what that's why the stretch marks in my stomach are less pink because the estrogen released too that was not it's a metaphysical transformation for Vlieb and alec and every other part of me that there is because it is a true humbling of the spirit the self so the problem that I had going on is that before this boy was even here, um, I've had to fight in certain ways. And that's what they're saying, like in the hospital, why you don't need to fight this way? Like, no, I don't think you fucking understand that. I know that people cannot be trusted within inner circles. So from the get go, and I talked about this in the pod once, but I'm talking more eloquently about this. I had a family member who is married into the family, a mother who is not related to this boy by blood. And we are finally humbling ourselves in their home on Christmases and holidays. Um, on my partner side, Sam, now I'm going to say her name cause she's on the show enough and she will be soon when she's ready and she wants to, and she knows that also, but that's, I have to be applied for Soren for this reason. Like it's about consent and it's not that he has to be so wise and smart. It's that he has to be like two or three, four years old being able to say, daddy, I want to be on the pod. And I say, absolutely. I've been waiting because I have things I have for him that I've been waiting for him to do. And that's the problem. I feel like I've been waiting for him to get out so I can start showing him everything. But then I remembered something very special is coming up on April 19th. So let's talk about that because I need to normalize this podcast really quick to make this experience normal of what's happened and also have Jake talk sometimes, bro. Be comfortable. Well, I know it's your first episode and you're used to it, but hang on. This is catharsis and this is a safe place. And you know how we were talking before this camera started rolling and I went. You have your place too, brother. Tell me to shut the fuck up. You know, but you're saying such beautiful things. I got to just let you roll. You know, there's a time to let you just you, say your piece. And I appreciate I that that you letting me time. have my platform because you, you were bouncing off me well. And that's, that's the thing. 
this is the platform of flea basis, but that's not what this is about. It's not just one parasocial relationship. It's a circle of trust. I'm bringing my cousin and his fiance on. I already had that happen. Parm goes when he needs to, and he does that. And he's had to take a, a leave of absence. That's why I understood that when it's like, hey, you can't make it tonight. That's fine. Just work with me in the future. And he said, of course. Did he fill out the proper paperwork? Always does. Always does. He always lets me know. He just sends me a text and says, hey, I say the expectation of what I say or what I might need. And he says, I can't do that for this reason. Or I can, and I'll be there. Yeah. What can we do this time instead? It's reasonable compromise. And that is the issue of what I am having a problem with in the hospital and family things is I have a certain amount of reasonable compromise that I allow before I go fucking insane. So I have familial attitudes of people who are not blood who are going, do you want a boy or a girl? I said, I want a happy, healthy baby. Yeah. And they go, well, yeah, you have to have a preference. I said, no, no. I don't. Because the thing is, is that what if in 10 years when this child is in this world and they're navigating it and they decided they want to be a concept of a gender or something that we do not even conceptualize in the current spectrum of understanding. I am whom I to label that. And it's all I said. I said within themselves Xyler all of a sudden with a fucking key symbol and a backwards R. I'm not gonna label them and not love them. Yeah. And they said, Oh, you're gonna let them do that. And I said, Do you think you have a choice in that matter? And they said, Yes. And I was I was like offended. I'm deeply offended. So this is the thing I've learned in this start in the reflection period. That was the first time I've defended this boy, and he wasn't even like three, four months along the way. We had just told them. We were having a baby. And, and the whole reason we weren't telling people, by the way, of what the gender was, because we did do have a gender reveal, and we'll talk about that. This is a journey episode, guys. This is a very special one. This is the daddy special. I can feel the New Balance is, like, just forming on his feet. Did right you say now. New Balance? I already oh, have yeah. New Balance. Oh, Jake, well, the I've Nike been, Air Monarchs. Jake, sorry. I've been wearing New Balances for over a year. No, I've been... no, the white ones, the dad no, ones. No, no, no. I like the cool ones. I like I like, I like, like certain <laughs> models of things. That's why I wear cool shit. But my loafers are on, Jake. You missed the real thing. Oh, my, I got my, I I got my no, sort Jake, of loafers Jake, on, too. I have my compression socks and loafers oh, on. I am oh, a dad. You, you got your Brett Favre comfort. I lived in a hospital for two weeks until tonight. Yeah. We were out... After Sam, after four days, we felt like we couldn't live, Jake. I have to tell that story for this boy, though, too. We must be concise. And that is the message of being quick, not fast, not rushing things. Yeah. It's just about using the time you have available. That being said, I love that you feel it palpably. Let's talk about that April 19th thing so we can continue. Let's go. The moment I'm going to first share with my son and not worry about any other moment until then. April 19th is the release of the Power Rangers 30th anniversary special called Once and Always, where there will be a major return of many people returning, like, of the original cast. And it will be chronicling into the next season, which is now the, ne- the first time in 30 years that a team has been retained for three seasons, thanks to Netflix. I was unaware of this. Yeah. You know I love this shit, but now I'm able oh, to yeah. speak without being spastic. I can just talk about it. This is going to be an amazing moment for me, and not a cathartic moment. I understand now, because my time... Where I wake up with my son to start the shift that I'm trying to adjust to is now 4 a.m. And you know what happens about 2 a.m. for us usually? New uploads because midnight is when things are happening in California, which is the usual time zone shift for programming. AKA, Netflix will already have it on there. I will wake up. I will turn on the show after I'm done feeding him if he's low stimulation and quiet time still. And I will just sit there and observe him safely away while I watch that and knowing he's been fed, he's ready. And I will make my dog wait 30 minutes to be walked because <laughs> guess what? He's going to be fine. I'm going to walk him at eight 30 and I'm going to be walking like five. That's way less time. 
for him than before being outside. He was waiting. Your son is just going to be absorbing all of this beauty. That's the thing. That is... There's no more excitement to share so much. It's that I just get to have that moment, and that's what I'm holding on to now. And I always was holding on to that. But I have to get through all the attitudes and other things I have to tell this story because this is the daddy special. We still have plenty of time. We're good on the hour. We've been rolling 10 minutes in. That yeah. being said, what was your favorite season of Power Rangers? Like, oh, gee. I would say, I won't explain. There's eras. So let me give you a couple of things to work with. So Mighty Morphin until, I want to say it was like Time Force or maybe it was Jungle. Uh, Wild Force was the one where it shifted. So Wild Force was the ABC era start. So anything yeah. pre-Wild Force is Fox. So there's ABC, which is like Disney stuff eventually too. Yeah. Um, and then there's like the Neo uh, Saban, which is Nickelodeon. So like Samurai up to Netflix Shift, which Netflix Shift is now this current one, Dino Fury. Uh, my personal favorite is obviously going to be like the nostalgic stuff. But then again, the Disney stuff in the middle is good because you have like really good stuff there. See, I didn't get into SPD. Disney. Yeah, I I did Mystic enjoy Force. SPD. I don't know. I, I, the most, What's your favorite I, season at least? Work I watched... Me. The majority of my Power Rangers was Mighty Morphin. I fell in love with that as a kid. So, like, here's what you're going to promise me now. Okay. Because we all going to fall in love again. Because I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you who's coming back now. Since I know you know enough Mighty Morphin, mm-hmm. like all three seasons, and remember the other cast members, you're going to see a blended team for the first time. Oh. This is not an, like, okay. So, JDF obviously died. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in power. Rest in power. And you're may the right. power protect him because it will. And we will honor him. And I know that. And the hard thing is to accept. I know they started filming before, but I know they will work a way to honor him. And they are honoring Trini as well because Toy Trong passed in 2003 from a car accident. And they have a character playing her daughter. So she will be honored. And saying that it's okay with the families. I mean, we have. There's more to tell about the oh, beauty okay. of this show. Now you have to understand. Okay. I believe we're going to see one Johnny Young Bosch. Really? Adam returned, but in a different role as a potential Green Ranger now. Because he has been a black and green, and he's been a very strong one. And obviously, he's a major figure in the anime voice acting community. Yeah. He's huge. He deserves that as well. Adam was a great ranger, and he's not a lot of, like, credence compared to others. He went through being the second black ranger, ZO4 green, turbo green, and then in space when he came back for that one brief episode where Carlos is struggling as the black ranger, and he uses a broken morpher to continue to fight. And he fights until his morpher lets him like stop working. Yeah. He keeps fighting to teach Carlos a new generation. And there is more to tell of Adam. Adam is a top tier ranger like Tommy is. It will be an honor for him to wear that suit. They have not shown it directly, but I believe that is going to happen based on what I've seen teased. But I must continue because we cannot waste time. Yeah. Sadly, unfortunately, and bullshittily, we will not be having Amy Joe Johnson my first heartthrob <laughs> queen we will not be having her join but Catherine Sutherland as cat will be returning probably the pink ranger okay we have Rocky returning as the red ranger Steve Hardinas yeah. we have Aisha which is like the other yellow ranger right yeah. we have that yeah. we have those three right we have cat we have Billy they so here's the thing man we have to be advocates for people on this podcast that's what the belief of being strong about my son and gender identity is so now we're going to speak on another thing we believe being an ally towards the lgbtq community so how much do you know about david yost's time is being billy let's talk about Not like, a lot okay so let me talk about his story as a character and let's talk about david yost behind the scenes because this is the important thing you have to understand now about the healing experience of this year of my life that is my 30th year of life and i feel healthy good I feel good. 
I feel proud to feel good and not be afraid to say there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. It's weird when you have a mental health disorder that is a chemical imbalance and then both the oxytocin and the lowering of testosterone and the the craving to just love your son healthily Mm -hmm. just sets in. And the peace I have found in this world is unbelievable. But now we must find the healing for David Yost to be concise. So David Yost, Billy, was the longest standing consistent member of any team because other people have traded out. Tommy was not on the start. Yeah. He was blue the whole time. And then he transitioned into Zio to be part mentor and like the new alpha who would work around the command center. He retired as a ranger healthily, but it still helped. He built Zords. He did the things he could do already, but focused on that because he knew he's a great ranger, but he's done his time and his time to put down his helmet had to be there so he could help. But there was a story behind that, so we have to tell that for him because he deserves that so I can advocate in some way, even though he is finally being able to give his platform, and we will tell that part at the end. David Yost was gay openly to some level in the 90s, which, as you know, it was a hard thing to be a gay person until probably, I don't know, two years ago, which was fucked up to say, considering we were going through a pandemic and there's still all that kind of bigotry, but like, yeah. it's still hard to be someone who's marginalized as anything other than heterosexual. Especially where we live. It's weird to think about because there's a lot of cool progressive people, but it's still super red. And I think it's just because of like elderly voting populace being like dense. I mean, it's just it's just dense, you know. Yeah, I mean, it it isn't too much anybody's political standing so much as it is like you know. Speak with your damn hand first off. Oh my bad. Wonderful audience. Speak your damn chest, bro. Enunciate. Be proud to talk. Trust yourself. This is my first time. Don't be scared, for Mike Virgin. You got this. The Daddy special episode continues uh, on. Whoa, sorry. Yeah, there's well, a little crackle there. It'll be fine. I'll monitor out itself. I'll edit the audio later. Go on. <laughs> I don't we'll cut edit. stuff. Okay. But speaking of not editing, this is our ad read for Raid Gay Legends. Just kidding. We're not gay here, but David Yost is. We must tell his story. Go on with your point, though. Oh, just that, like, you know, we do have a dense population of people from a specific generation that really are set in their ways. And a lot of people don't really want to change after a certain point. Oh no, no, we'll get there on my story. We have to finish the pod correctly. So let's tell David Yost so we can tell my story too. This is the sprinkle, right? I realized I can't tell everything that's happened in this last two weeks of my life. So I'll tell it correctly. And I'm not going to talk about the part where, it got painful where I had to get scared because we had to induce a birth a month early and he had to be tiny. I'm just going to move past that and move to the good and the bad when I can. Where did I leave though? What have I talked about already with that story other than David Yost? <laughs> I don't know. We're just that, out. you know, he was openly gay in the nineties. No, no, no. Was... I met my son. Oh, your David. son. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. I, I'm, no, I'm kidding. That, I'm kidding. I'm that, kidding. The piece in, oh, I yeah, yeah. feel from this man ah, yes, having gone piece. through this, this experience Palpable and peace brought to you by liquid death liquid death sponsor us please we're so goddamn close i delicious. want to live not die anymore please let me live off of the berry water for cases oh my for free gosh. because while i love that shit 13.99 a case or unless you go somewhere you can get it for 12 or 11.99 is a lot of money still as a new father and Dude. i have to sacrifice some things and hydration yeah. go to regular water i can get my spell hey, water every now water. and then what, what do we have we got clean water I use a Brita filter for a reason, bitch. Well, you know, exactly. Yeah. But and that water's hard. We still. were at a concert and you were like, what is this green can? I'm like, dude, it's liquid death. It's delicious. Here's a fun story. So I went to my last concert before this baby came. 
which was uh, uh, I went with, I was gonna see Chris Rainey, but he didn't go. Love the oh, rain, man. Love the, man. I, I wish he would have came guy. because I hung out with Luke, and Luke can testify this if he ever talks to you again about it. Because Luke and I bonded that night. Actually, we had a lot of fun together. So Good it was show. ready for this. My last one before I saw this baby come out in this world. So a headliner, if I remember correctly, it was uh, Suicide Boys, Ski Mask, the Slump God. There you go. Knocked Loose, Code Orange, and then it was more rappers. Before. So it was rap, two metal bands. Knocked Loose being fucking slam metal chug breakdowns. And I was hyped for them, right? I was going super hard. But then it was Ski Mask right ever. Holy fucking shit. It popped off for both of them. Because people were like, get because Code Orange like softening the crowd into the metal because it's more like yeah. industrial rappy kind of almost. And then Knock Loose is just Slam City Breakdown fucking chug riffs. Like just absolute fucking bangers. And uh, I've been hearing a lot of this Suicide Boys lately. Well, Suicide Boys also have like, you know, that like emo like metal yeah. scene like ties to it. So it's like this huge tour. But the palpable energy of that oh, fucking show was... when Luke was watching me, just like, I was like, bro, you're going to see something different when Knock Loose comes out of me. And I was like, I'm warning you now. He's like, what? I'm like, you're going to see me be a person for a minute and not be afraid. So I was just going hard. We're in a box, right? You know, the box you've seen it. Oh yeah. We were in that box and we're fucking like getting into it. The other dude next to me is like in the box over like also just doing, like windmill swings. I'm just fucking screaming like, ah! like I'm just in it. You know, I'm in the moment. I'm loving that. And Luke's like, holy shit, you're into this. I'm like, yes, I am. I just keep it cool all the time around people. Mm -hmm. Now he goes, that's why you're walking around. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm listening to that shit, but I'm just keeping my cool all the time. I'm feeling myself. That's it. And that is what happened in this hospital is I stopped feeling myself. But ski mask came on though. Oh. oh my god, the energy because everyone started moshing together in the pit and like we were moshing in the box. We had two mini mosh pits happening in this box and we moved all the chairs and we were just bouncing into it, having fun. Luke and I, when they started playing uh what's the one song? I know you know the song. Fuck duck. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, play that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Take a step back. Yeah, there it is. I should take a step back. You're right. I couldn't remember <laughs> the name. I couldn't remember the See, name. There's extra meaning. There always is, actually, if you allow yourself to feel these things. This is why this boy is feeling this palpable energy. Because I'm allowing myself. This guy go hard to that song in the car. I this can't guy... imagine what it was like in the pit. And you felt me in life before, but now you're yeah. feeling me in the present, not just in life. This is the not difference. Physically. I mean, unless you want to. I don't know about that. We'll see you guys on the Patreon. <laughs> Check out the Patreon for the one to ten podcast. I never plug actually in an episode. It's just patreon.com slash one to ten pod. And guess what? It's stupid cheap. We don't even have anybody on there, but we do have content. Uh, we had a couple bonus episodes and little things we've made. And it's, we it's growing. It's growing, right? I'm fine with that. But that's good. let's reflect on this because content is a nature of uh, of like, almost like journalistic catharsis in yeah. a way in parasocial relationships that people can't understand you fully, but they can understand you enough. Um, with that, I don't need this to be a moment where I get it perfect because if people come back and see the old episodes and check the backlog, which we know see the fans. growth. Well, look, I love, I love podcasts. You love podcasts. We've bonded them before, but we know this. If you love a podcast, you always try to keep up. And if you can't, you catch up when you can. Mm -hmm. If you don't and you kind of lose interest, you kind of lose interest. So as a creator of a podcast, I've learned in 50 episodes almost a year. And I learned this a little early that you have to drive your revenue streams the way you can correctly. And you have to put the effort into doing them. You have to humble yourself to do more and not be scared. So I have to upgrade this podcast. The next time you see it in person, it will look better significantly. A lot. And there better. will also be other efforts being made to increase the numbers, both in my personal life as a dad and Alec, um, as I will be humbled by being able to be on social media for being Alec, but then advocate for this podcast that I believe in and I've been able to express. So let me talk about the catharsis of the name of this podcast. 
Have I said that already? We've done the opposite of the pain scale bit yet? Mm-mm. Good. We had no, to, it's this is super important. This is why the meaning comes in for this pod. I need you all to feel this now with words as well, audio listener, because I know I've dunked on you before. Also, get on the fucking video. Like, it comes from a video. I just rip an MP3 from the video. I do nothing else. It's so easy. Why can't you click a YouTube link? It's a Google service, you fucking morons. Anyways, check out both of the audio and the video. <laughs> I just got to say, you know, this 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 night for me is like five years in the making. This man has been talking about this podcast idea for a I've long time. I've wanted this forever, and I realized that this, this relationship is why. Because yeah. I'm able to advocate for you myself and say, and talk, well, because I know? just moved down to my grandparents' house. Yeah. Met me. I just started to move out of my life and trying to feel that myself. And you ran into my life when I had a roommate who obviously I liked. But I couldn't fucking deal with his shit because his family has some problems with how they handle. We things. have some shared drama. Yeah, because he was the roommate who took over after. I forget. This is why you need to be here. Do you see? Uh, there never... was one in between. No, Jake. Yes. We talked about a different podcast before. <laughs> what was it called? Me and my ex roommate. The podcast. No, 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 no more. No, no. So let's talk about that now because we have time for our journey. Yeah, we always okay. do. All right. The, hey, listen. We're going quick, but not too fast. No, not at all. And guess what? It's feeling natural because we have just enough time to get this oh done. Oh my still. gosh! No, we had a much better name for that podcast. Me there. and my ex roommate podcast. That was, I was like, let's talk about Nick or something. Mm, Guest no, that Paul. was yeah, that was Paul saying that, and I don't like Paul's ideas enough, and I'm actually Fair a good enough. idea guy. That's why I have this going on because I stopped worrying about my ideas a year ago, and I did them. But now I never worry about my ideas. I know I have to do things like start the pod TikTok this weekend. So on Friday. I'm going to try to get the first pod TikTok out. I will start putting the descriptions in the links. And if I can do this right, I should be able to. This really is a new era. And it may not be on episode 51. It's okay. Or 52, but that's okay. It comes when it comes. Because I have been so stubborn to TikTok because I'm a boomer. But I also realize I'm not a boomer. I have an old phone from when Sammy and I first met each other. And to be a modern father and parent, I had to help myself and buy a new one. And today I was going to put myself on a contract for a OnePlus 10 Pro for another, you know, two years of my life. I've paid like almost 50 bucks a month nearly or some bullshit and coverage and all the other stupid things they want to put on me. And then I was like, well, I actually have extra money and things worked out really well. And this baby's working out well. And then I was like, well, what if I bought it, you know, free and I just did my own debt free, uh, debt free and said, I, I bought not, not buying it free, like buying it at price rather. Yeah, so I looked at Amazon, which could be here two days. Cause it's going to be, it's gonna be up to five exciting. days for fucking T-Mobile to do their thing. I remember when you got the seven, man, that had that. I love the seven. 30 watt charger you were charging i still in like do but the problem is five minutes so that, yeah it still does that but the problem is that this is now last. loose no oh, no this is too oh. loose and it also doesn't last so obviously lithium ion has a half-life like that's a reality of the product of what it is so when people go things are made to last no more well yes things were made differently they were more sturdy because they were made like with what they had but now we have lithium ion we have a computer that's as fast as it is that's as fast as current computers like did not understand that like technology is also an act of like miracle work I remember getting my first iPod touch. I was probably like 12 or 13. And my grandpa, who was a computer science scientist for many years when we were making these yeah. home things, and he looked at me and he said, this has more computing power than what took to send us to the moon. I mean, the whole Moore's Law thing of how quickly this stuff yes. updates, upgrades, like Let's what we have in five years you is your not going right? to Yeah. So my grandma, I asked her, so what's the thing that like, life has gone on for you? What still gives you like that amazing thing? Just I, st- I get on planes and fly to France to see your uncle. And when you see a plane fly above you, you still get amazed by it. And I go, she was born in 42. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? planes have been around for a long time at that point. It's still it's still marveled. Yeah, so I am marveled by the feeling of the humbleness to accept that technology is fine for me, and I don't like get like phased as much by it. It's about accepting it. 
but old people can appreciate the world the way they do because they've seen so much, and that's the exponential change of the era of technology. Oh, yeah. Now, what would you say right before you started the grandpa thing? We were talking about something, and I had another idea. I just don't want to lose it. Hmm. I don't know, but I got to do this VR thing where it was Ew. it was Jedi. No, it was Jedi training. I can't do it because of my eyes. And I'd that's have, understandable. I literally have to get LASIK to be able to do VR. But it, it, I had this thing as a kid where it was a little, that training sphere droid on top of your TV. With oh, I remember that. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I remember that. Sorry. No, I got excited. It was me. But they, uh, it had a little IR blaster in the lightsaber, and here I am in VR, looking around, moving around, getting my lightsaber, fighting yeah, this man. droid, and I'm like, this is more than I could have ever imagined that game from when I was a kid ever becoming. I get it. I get what you mean by that now, too. I see what you're saying. Now, let me give you something that's very interesting about VR so we don't talk about it again in this podcast. Okay. So you know how there's that thing called VR sickness? No, because I haven't played it enough. Okay, so VR sense is when like you start feeling me. like weird, kind of like disoriented by the VR. You feel like nauseated. Yeah. The reason why is because your brain is releasing chemicals to balance you because what it believes is happening is you're tripping on drugs or a poison. Yeah. It's dissociated because your audio and visual responses are not in sync with what is happening around you. So you're doing things that are not actually there, and that's why your brain reacts that way. It's why like we throw need up. full VR immersive. Incorrect. Like those little octagonal. Incorrect. You're talking about the Matrix. Treadmill. I don't want to do that. Okay, that's fair. I don't. That's why I actually don't like VR, and I understand. All right, now. Morpheus. Yeah, dude. Give take, me the blue pill. Uh, take the red pill. Yeah, the blue pill. <laughs> this is based red pilled and big dicked. Uh, uh, David Yost. The new one? Hang on, hang on, hang on. No, David Yost's story has lost. He told me also to tell my story. So David Yost was marginalized off the show and bullied for being gay back in the nineties. That's why he left in the first place. But now he is getting to return as Billy and being honored with Ohio form because he's doing another series next year for the reboot of the Power Rangers. It's his reboot. Okay. His pitch. He's being given honors to be writing Power Rangers too. Billy is once That's and huge. forever always a ranger because he was the longest standing original member. Now he's back. And the power will protect us and my family. Now let's mm -hmm. talk about some good things for my son. He's a feeder grower, baby. And he is so strong. And he came off of this tube today. Night strong of recording. little dude. Holy shit. We've been doubtful and been so hard on ourselves. And Sam's like, I'm behind on production. I'm not doing enough for myself. She is ahead on production. She doesn't believe in herself right now. So guys, if you feel this energy in this episode, like, comment, subscribe. Follow on the audio. Do whatever you can because this is no longer about saying those things for the moment. It's saying them because I need you guys to do them occasionally because I want to help my family. And I promise you with what I know I've done in the last 50 episodes and those of you who have been there for that time and who honor me by going through the backlog like I want people to do and they feel these moments now because now I don't have to worry about people doing these things in the moment. I'm just going to say this. And I know it's going to happen when it happens because that's what I believed. Ludwig Ogren is a great content creator. Amazing. And the reason why is because he has the ability to do the mogul mogul thing where he compartmentalize as healthy. He lost a father at a very young age. It's a tragic thing, but he handles it well. And that's why I respect him. I didn't even get that. So here's his work theory that I've applied to this podcast, to the Twitch stream, to everything. But I wasn't living it in the moment. I was just saying it to do it. But boy, am I glad I did for fucking 49 episodes. And for the record, the last two guys were backlogged ones that I had in the pocket for when this boy was coming. He was prepared. I was prepared just enough and barely on time. I was trying to prepare more from the next month coming because I knew it could get crazy what's coming up. But now I'm realizing I need to be adaptable. I mean, you were more on time than you ever could have been. Barely but is an understatement. of the things that are happening, the 4K camera that will help us in this next recording oh, yes. when we get it right. And we finally figure out how it gets going. And we can get, here's the thing. All I have to do is change that camera out, put it in there, and put a better shot. 
It's not much. It's just getting all of it to work when I find the thing. I know it's in these bags. I just got to find the cable or the right one. And I'll just go buy it because I'm a fucking adult Amazon. with money. Exactly. I'll order Dick it tonight. Bezos. I'll order it tonight. It's not a problem. Nothing's a problem Next anymore. Because the only problem I have is just settling into this house carefully, reevaluating what needs to go where. Like my proud award I have no longer at my desk because I don't get to work in a desk situation anymore. And I'm willing to accept I might need to have these things here because this might be my true office. And now I can be respected even though I have a wall full of pop figures and not be afraid to be Fleeb at work too. Because Fleeb and Alec and Dad and Daddy are all the same thing. Let me explain being Dad and Daddy. Daddy is when you can be sweet. I found that loved again today because I called myself Daddy to Crowley and he responded. And I was like, oh my God, I got lost trying to just be myself. Yeah. That's what happened when I had that walk today and was upset with this nurse. So let me talk about this nurse because I do have to owe her credence for getting me through that. Right? I have to, this is where you have to be dad. Okay. So I had to switch from daddy and being happy very quickly to being dad because I realized I had to compartmentalize how I feel about wanting to do things when things need to be done. So I won't talk about my job's name um, because I'm very honored by them allowing me the, the gift of <clears throat> the last two weeks was they gave me an advance of vacation. And now I'm being granted FMLA starting tomorrow with 12 weeks, but I'm going to continue to move towards working hybrid quickly, not fast. Probably starting two weeks after this next two weeks. So I'm thinking two next two days on FMLA, two weeks of that. And then I have, what is that? Almost 10 full weeks of hybrid time. I can adjust. Yeah, you got a year to use it too. I was offered a different kind of option of would you consider this maybe? And I was not humble enough to see the time when I wanted to be comfortable. That's not what life is about. Nope. I must learn to change for the better. And now I'm doing that in real time as I think you can all feel as I'm not talking too fast anymore as this podcast goes. Because I realized that's why I could never get through the like, comment, subscribe, do this. Because I didn't feel it. I was just saying the shill shit. I wasn't shilling. Now I'm advocating. I want income for this family because I want income into the pod to make this room bigger by getting us to a better home, which we will do. And this by the middle of this year, I believe it's June-ish. I'm not going to do the math on the episodes right now because I don't care. You're going to see another version of the show again. So the next time you see the show in person, when it does happen, and it may be a bit because my son is a NICU baby. We're going to do a reverse Joe well, Rogan. We're going to hang upsize. on. Flu in RSV season may be over, but Sam's going to want to be very careful for a long time with this baby. And Which I agree. No, no, no. But I also agree, and I want it just as much. So we have to talk about how I'd advocate. So first off, I'm going to shout out just her name, Beth Ann. Okay, I'm not going to save the hospital guy, Beth Ann, if you hear this, because I'm going to be using the techniques that marketing are allowing me to have to plug this episode to share this experience healthily so people can understand that I know what I did wrong when I was having a manic episode. But today I talk about a good thing I did. So I compartmentalized. I walked in and I said, hey, I got off on the wrong foot with you in the last conversation. You were trying to tell me she can help get the pediatrician chosen for the baby. I understand what you're saying. However, what you're misunderstanding is our marital status is not what you believe it is based on our relationship. We are not married. And people have thought we are married, which is very sweet and very tender because they see how we are when we're just together. However, they saw all of our family. And people also thought we had family who were in their houses and they're trying to rip us apart and all that. And that was two different perceptions of us based on the things that were happening around us. And we didn't even see that. And she doesn't even know that yet. And this is for her too. That's why I need you to understand she is going through postpartum depression. And that's totally normal. Yeah, but she's not going to remember this perfectly. So I have to capture these moments so she can help understand that when I was feeling this way, but I was in this safe space with my best friends, at least in this catharsis in the most health way I know, because this was the foundation that I didn't know was there. This is why you're here today, Jake. Cool, I'm man. honored. You need to be here. You've been, you've been the person who's offered the most, been like, hey, if you ever want me on the pod, and I was been like, yeah, I'll get you there eventually. Eventually came. I told you I needed an in-person, and Parm couldn't be here, and that's okay, because he's got a New York job now, too. 
He's trying to live a life. And I also understand that's probably what's going to happen in the future. I also know what he's got going for him. I know who he loves and what he's got going on for him. I understand that. Yeah. Gotta hit the button. No, she watches. We know. <laughs> Hi, Sim. We love you. And even when Parm's Wait. not here, I love you because I see you. Another like, Sim? No, Sim. Oh. Sim uh, literally uh, likes every single tweet about the pod, Every reshares for Parm for CSGO knife giveaways, and most importantly, likes my Twitch stream stuff. And I do. I know you like every thumbnail. You've never even met me because you know I love him and I know you love him. He's a great guy. Parm's great, and we will have him here, and we will do digital him when we can, and we will work with that in the future if you two move to that East Coast. That's what happens. I could say this without him here because I feel brave enough to say I know it needs to change for him if he needs that because I love that man, and I will never hold him back in life. And he will come to the episodes when he can because he's always going to be a part of this, and that's what needs to happen. This pod has to expand to no longer just being Fleeb and Trill, but Fleeb in the circle of trust. Because All the 1 to 10 podcast is... It was made on the foundation that I didn't know I needed. This is catharsis because this is the inverse of the pain scale. So when you're in the hospital and you're absorbing this, of this thing of how's your pain, bad, one, 10, or 10 bad, one good. And I made the podcast of opposite because I've known the pain scale because I've felt it all my life, man. I had a very painful childhood and I understand now why. My father, absentee, did not hold me or see me until, he never held me at that point and saw me first, my mom in a hospital bed because they didn't last. And the reason they didn't last was because my mom wanted a happy, healthy baby. And my dad wanted to rush into things and get married. And she said, let's just go slow enough to figure this out. And he freaked out and he did all these awful things that I'll never unpack here because I don't need to. Not anymore. And I don't have to because I don't want to. And that's what feels good about it. So that being said, we have to be quick and keep it fair. I need to respect your time, but I also need to release just enough for this episode to have the go great content it. it deserves. So... I don't need to tell the story of my dad anymore, but I will say this. I know from the moment when I had a NICU baby that I didn't think I could hold because he was so fragile for some reason, all the fears that were projected on me. And then I had that moment of humbleness and I said, I just feel so sad because I can't hold him. I just want to hold him so bad. And they go, you can hold him. And I'm like, I'm just kind of sweaty. I'm a little like, that would probably help. Skin to skin is good for him. And that would probably help him know you. And I was like, oh my God, I get it. And then I laid his head on my shoulder. He was on his butt too, but I just held him on his bed. I realized that these shoulders that I couldn't ride the Batman on, that I was hating my body for, and this stomach I've hated myself for, and has withered my body way more, but I've lost half the healthy fat while well, I ate healthy. I'm losing weight just by being a healthier person, being a dad, and focusing on that and eating okay while I'm in a hospital, because that's the thing. That hospital was giving $5 commissary plates. It's cheaper than going anywhere else, and it's better food And it's me. bland, because there ain't a bunch of salt on it. Salt so and pepper, you're... you got me included, because the lady gives you every time when she knows you. And I got to know her, and I didn't even know her name. And on Valentine's Day, got you. on Valentine's Day, when she had her normal day starting, and I was having a great moment with our dog, walking him, and the sunrise rose, mm -hmm. and I saw, you know you know the cover of that free throw album, that's that purple? Oh, yeah. I saw a sunrise of pink and blue, more beautiful Ooh, than that, and I felt it, Jacob. Great album. Jacob. Gosh. Feel my skin right now, right here. I, I can touch, no, it's fine. You can touch me. It's Patreon free. You feel the goosebumps on my skin? I yeah. described the sunrise and I can still feel it on my skin right now. That is the way I'm living this life. That is why this podcast is improving because I'm able to be honest that this is the opposite of the pain scale. This is healing, catharsis, love, safety, comfort. The podcast has been my safe space for 50 weeks and I didn't even appreciate that. So that's why I have to be gracious of where I need to be. So once again. See, but you had to build that up. But hang on. I have been to... gracious already to those who I can show it to independently, but I must be outwardly on this show and not mm -hmm. compartmentalize it. For those who have been here since the beginning, I know who you know who you are. I don't need to name you, but a few. I know John's going to hear this. I know Justin will hear this. I know Opie will eventually get a shot when he's not so busy. Shout out. 
I can say Jake was getting around to episode one early because he's wanted to be here and be present. Don't watch episode one. I'll give you the good ones in a bit. Because we have some, dude, you got to watch episode 17 or 18 on. You start doing in person. They're way better. Because right now there's that audio lag of Discord and that's what we were missing. That's why I did the in person. I acted when I had a gift because once again, I got a bonus. I told Sam, I'm going to save it for this computer and put a board down. And I realized I needed to push on this. I yeah. need to believe I could buy a board and some mics and just try and spend a little chunk of change. Not that bad of price though. I bought it only 180 bucks. That's pretty good. It's really good for what it is. And that's why the thing is the hiss is there, but the hiss isn't a problem because all you have to do is just tweak some things and learn where to position yourself on the mic and just try and talk and feel comfortable. And guess how easy it is when you just talk naturally. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the One to Ten Podcast yet again. Yeah. Because it's over. And I feel good about it. On the other side. Nah, because then I want to get fountain like Mountain Dew or something. Hey, there's nothing wrong with a little. What's your favorite Dew? fountain soda from QT or beverage? Oh, or are you like a, I like the what's that the horchata? I do enjoy their horchata. The horchata is good. It's but solid. I've recently discovered that Quick Trip has on tap caffeine free Diet Coke, which is just the best little night pick me up. I like Diet- Coke Zero. Coke Zero is great. But let's talk about the best form of Coke. It's the Mexican glass bottle. No, let's honor Parm Cold with the great one. Okay, let's do this. So we already did this. You don't even know it. Parm and I like to play, uh, you know, the drafts. Like, it's like, all right, Coke draft. Favorite yeah. Cokes. So let's do a top three. So you went Coke Lime. I'll take. No, I was Okay, so what's your favorite Coke then? Uh, Diet Coke, Cherry Coke. No, no, no. Chill. You have to pick okay. one at a time. It's a draft. We go back and forth. Chill out. Relax. Sit down. Um, John, I know I'd you're going to like that one. I miss you, dude. I hugged you the other day, and I felt that on my skin. I know you did. I can't wait to hug you again because I feel even better. My work wife. John's my work wife. I love saying that out loud. Because I don't have a I have a little palpable physical wife. Now I got a work wife too. So we go out to lunch together and we talk about bullshit. I he finally felt me slow down too, like you are. Cause I was rushing through even those conversations with you previously. Now mm-hmm. you're number one Coke in the Coke draft. I'll take mine first you can think. Oh, okay, okay. Mexican glass bottle Coke. Why? No. Artificial flavored corn syrup. Palpable cane sugar. That's why. I love that shit. It just tastes good. I know they're like four bucks a bottle. I don't give a shit. It's a little special treat. Right. What's your number one, bud? It's how I'm just going to go. I have to go classic. It's Diet Coke. That was like the soda in the house as a kid that my mom chain drink that mm, stuff and yeah, i did not no. but for i know it's like the most vanilla thing no it's not vanilla coke's better first off but that's I not my number two yeah you need to think about coke so like take your time here you're gonna have a redraft if you want it no no i'm gonna i'm all gonna right. leave diet coke up all right top. well you're silly because your draft's horrible now this hey. is not how draft hey think about a sports draft you draft the best players it's about thinking about what are the best choices in first and also what do you like i'm never gonna like diet soda jake that's a stupid draft because I'm never going to put that on my list. You got to know me while you make a draft. It's competitive. It's not about your. It is. That's what a draft is, though. Because think about how sports teams work. Oh, I'm supposed to be. Oh, yeah. I'm supposed it's to be a draft. You are drafting yeah, these. Okay. Yeah. So you're trying to take things that are strategic. I know that one's my most important one. So what's the one you think would be most important to me and you next? That's the point of a draft. The exchange. Got it. Got it. So what do you think I would like also that you would like? That's what you need to think, and that you would take the best thing you can think of first away, and you can start thinking about the next one. Because if I take yours, you need to be ready prepared. It's how a draft works. Think about it. Take a second. Yeah, I didn't like the football when I was a kid, but it's not hockey does it too, and so does baseball. Everyone does a draft. It's just football draft is the most associated thing. And I still don't like football. I like the highlights though. Also, how about them Chiefs? That was a good game. Oh, People also no, they were saying they were saying it, like at the hospital because I missed it. And I didn't even realize like I had missed it by a day. 
I didn't realize it was Valentine's Day in like four time hours. It doesn't really exist to you right now. Uh, no, it does again now. I'm back, baby. Which is great. Right on time. Anyways, my number two then is going to be taking the place. Uh, wait, have you given your number one? I'm in, am I rushing you? I'm sorry. All right. Redraft. I'm yeah. going to do my first pick. Yeah. Just go with something you feel is like a good choice. I'm going to say Cherry Coke. That's a good one. I love a good Cherry Coke. However, I do bounce back between it and Wild Cherry Pepsi. Yeah, but we're talking about Coke. I know. So that's a good one. You chose a good one. However, that would not have been my number two. My number two is a Fountain McDonald's Coke. Eat my shit, bro. You're not thinking big enough. You can think specific to things like that because they have a different kind of dispensing system. And that's why it's so good. This is true. You have to think. That's why I'm giving you options. I mean, I did mention the the caffeine free Diet Coke being specifically at Quick Trip. And that can be your number two if you like it. Because if you like that genuinely, you should draft that there. The three is the sleeper. So that should be your number two naturally. You already said it. Yeah. Yeah. There's your number two. Yeah. I'm not trying to take it away from you. I'm letting you accept that. Because I know you're not going to like my number three as much as you think. Give it to me. Vanilla Coke. It's pretty. It's it, solid. It's I like it because it's smoother than regular Coke, and it's just, you know, just, nice little smoothness to it. And if I'm having a regular Coke, I'd like to have a McDonald's Coke. And if I'm not having a regular Coke in either way, that's where I want the glass bottle. So it feels natural for me to draft those. I do like that glass bottle. It's really good shit. They sell that at that, Costco. It's oh. a lot of case, but it's so. Wait, expensive. is it regular glass bottle or the Mexican? It's Mexican. It has to be the Mexican. It has to be. The it has Mexican. to be that real cane sugar. That's what I'm saying. Mountain Dew throwback, man. I, I know what you should say for you. No, no, no. Your number three should be classic Coke, where they still had cocaine in it. No. <laughs> Why not? It's oh. Coca. <laughs> it was legal. All right. So, what is your number three, though? You know, I I am gonna go Coke Lime. It's that nice little spice. You're allowed to like what you like. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice little spice. That's my vanilla. You like the spice? Odd smooth. Yeah, we bring balance. Now we want to talk about real good smooth and sugar. It's that high C orange with the vanilla add at the Coke Freestyle machine. I know you know it's for me, bro. It's like a dream sickle. But oh, also, yeah. how sad is it for McDonald's to have to get rid of Tropic Berry Sprite, which you know was my go-to drink when we were hanging out at the beginning because that was what around still, and they put right the orange drink. What the fuck, bro? I see. I'm Why can't we you. have both? Let me cook. Let him brook both. Dude, let me buy one of each, pour them both in two different cups, and put them back because it'll be mixed together. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know, man. You remember making suicides as a kid? Yeah. I used to make one at Emo's because they had, you remember Dr. Slice? Yes. I used to make the one at Emo's with Dr. Slice. I want Dr. Slice back. I've said that it's in my pod. This is the campaign. If you like, comment, and subscribe or go to the Patreon, we will get a campaign going to bring back Dr. Slice. That's the campaign and the mission for the pod. It's no longer about money. You're taking care of my family. It's all about getting some Szechuan sauce. And on top of that, (laughs) it's a fucking Dr. Slice along the way, baby. Continue. Please continue. You know who that is. Oh, yeah. I know who that is. He knows who that is. He knows who he is. You know who has my country roll account? Huh. Opie. Oh, wait. I thought you said that he, or do I pay for Funimation? Yep. Oh, okay. I had it backwards. Never mind. We all share it. Oh, yeah. But okay. that's why. Keep keep using Hang on. it. Hang on. Here's the thing. The only, I, I love that he's opening up a new anime, so we have to let him keep using it, because I can take a break on the anime and use it on Hulu instead, because there's so many on there, too. And then I understand that all of this is a process, and I am a person of process, like this pod is one, and setting it up like Jake witnessed tonight in this episode. So with that, I will leave you all. Just remember, your mental health is your own at every level. So all you have to do is understand, number one, own it. Number two, not your responsibility. Number three, sorry, not your fault, but is responsibility. And number three, do the work. And that is what I was saying about Ludwig, the method that I believe in right now.
and I always have believed in with every content creation is that you do the work always and consistently and you strike while the iron is hot. That's the luck. And the luck I feel with my son's name being the stubbornness being released from both of us and the softening of our hearts and the world lining up yeah. with our dog, our big bear and our baby bear coming home on the same day. I'm not going to deny that. That's why I ride this wave. I feel the way I feel right now. And you know what? You might see more silly flea back soon. And that's fine. Because right now we need this episode. With that, we will all leave you. Thank you for humbling us for listening to the longest episode that needed to be here. Thanks for all for of those of you, no, you're back and you're part of this now. That's why you're in the Discord. Well, hey, listen, there's two groups. There's the guests and there's the boys. You're the boys already. Oh, you just escalated honored. instantly. I know you know what that means for Trash Taste, too. We're just the boys with an eye. We're just, we emulate the things we love, right? We follow the strategies. That's the thing. We always love them for the healthy cope of friendship. And now it's time to make that our own. With that, we will leave you. Good night, Ashante, and thank you for joining us for episode 50. And see you guys in the next week, every week, Friday at noon. As always, Liquid Death, give us that sponsorship. And we'll see you guys next week for our regular episode and two weeks from now for the one-year anniversary. Hey, Bye, everyone. See you guys later. Good night. Bye.